let's address the elephant in the room. All right. I want to do an episode on this today, which is let's all talk about Martin Lewis. All right. Martin Lewis, the the man. <laughs> um, we're going to be talking about is in this episode. I want to unpack why I believe that mortgage brokers need to stop slamming Martin Lewis publicly. And um, it might not be for the reasons you think, but I want to unpack it a little bit for you today because it is something that is super common. And um, and the financial reporter has just released an article on it literally yesterday, I think it was, where I got the article and I was like, I need to talk about this. So we're going to unpack why Martin Lewis is not a good idea for you to publicly shame and moan about him on your business profiles. You're listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland, the show that helps mortgage brokers create impact and income by mastering content marketing. Let's Let's dive dive straight straight into into it. it. So it seems to have become very fashionable over the last few years to be really slamming Martin Lewis. Now, one thing I want to bring up in this episode, and this is the article that we have, which has come from... um, come from financial reporter and it says over 50s trust martin lewis more than financial advisors that the survey shows it says that 35 percent said they trust martin lewis compared to 22 percent who chose financial advisors it says that people age range between 50 to 90 say that they trust financial the financial expertise of martin lewis more than financial advisors according to the survey um they, they surveyed 2000 plus people within an eight within the age group and they said that financial advisors ranked lower with bank by the way on here bank managers were the were the least trusted um which was um and financial advisors were only slightly better so least trusted at 15 percent. so financial advisors were only at 22 percent. now the reason why i bring this up and the reason why i want to talk about this and it's very important to understand as a as a mortgage advisor within this financial advice space is that martin lewis serves a purpose. Okay. And what has come up here, it says here, um, Livemore CEO, Leon Diamond commented, it's becoming fashionable for financial industry to criticize Martin Lewis, but that's because it's there. It's threatened by him. Okay. This is what the, the, these are the quotes. It says here, it's critics say he's a journalist, not a financial expert, but whether you like it or not, he has consistently shone a light on the industry, which is often less than transparent. And he, is con- and, and he has created a trust issue. And, and that's, that's, the, that's it. Okay. So let's then talk about, so with Martin Lewis, then what do I think about it? And what do I think you should be doing about it? Number one is there's nothing, you should never be going publicly creating content saying that Martin Lewis is wrong. And let me explain why. There's nothing wrong with it for you doing it, except that the trust that you have with your with with everyone else, they're going to believe Martin Lewis before they believe you. And this is the mistake that so many advisors are making, is that they they attack something because they think it's trendy. But actually, Martin Lewis's authority, whether he's an advisor, whether he, it's all this idea of visibility over ability. The whole idea why people get success on social media, they don't have to be very good. They just have to be have to be visible. Martin Lewis's authority in the eyes of the general public is much, 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 much higher than you. 
Like you say, let's say you, Mr. Joe Bloggs, works. You might be in the industry 20 years, but if no one knows you or you're just working down the high street, to them, you're a salesperson. So you've got to make sure that you do not get your wires crossed with this. The biggest mistake that I see advisors do is that they start to attack him publicly. What you actually are doing whether you like him or not, I don't really watch much of his stuff. And most of it to go, most of it's kind of useless to me from a financial background. It's not very useful as it isn't for really all of you here. And I kind of sit in a similar boat of, I don't think he should be giving the information that he gives a lot of the time. I, I'm with everybody on this. However, the thing that's very important to point out is that, that you're working in a B2C environment. So you as, as mortgage brokers, when you work, you, when you're working in this B2C environment, and that means that you are in an, an environment where your consumer does not have the knowledge that you have. But this man on TV, of which, by the way, we've spoken about this idea of TV makes people all of instantly feel like someone's more, more credible. Instantly. I've met people who've done incredible YouTube channels and they're really large, hundreds of thousands of subscribers. And then you meet them and you're like, you don't really know anything. You just, you or know much, not much more than I do. It's just that you've got the visibility, which instantly gives you the authority. And so the thing you've got to be so careful with, and I, I saw this happen a lot. And the worst thing, by the way, was when I saw advisors, Martin Lewis said that, that mortgage advisors are worth their weight in gold. And so everybody started going, just going to leave this here. Martin Lewis said mortgage advisors. And then following that, he then said some stupid stuff that he always does about like, you know, fixed rates and whatever. And then the same people then went and trashed him. And the previous week you said he was good because he said you was good. The best thing to do with Martin Lewis is just ignore him. That's the most the, the, the most important thing to do with this is either ignore him because and just keep cracking on doing your thing and the govern and, and then 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 you're not muddying that water and make having to make someone who's watching you or listening to you make the decision as to whether they like you more than him. That's the decision you're making them. Not that you think that you know more or that not that you know more because you do, or that or that they know that. It's that do I trust you more? And, and, and I can tell you right now, categorically, you line up a load of people, chances are they're going to pick Martin Lewis over you. They will, because they don't know everything you do. And that's why, by the way, content is so important to build that trust and authority. That's why if you look at people like clients like Anish Patel and stuff, that they, they have that authority because they've built this, this type of of, of, of awareness campaign where he's like, well, the Martin Lewis said that, but I would say this, but you keep it to your clients. So there's a couple of things you can do with, if, if you are looking at this, you know, with, with Martin Lewis, there's a couple of things to look at. One of the things to look at is either don't talk about it. So just don't say anything about it at all. Or if you, if he said something that truly triggers you, it's, it's very much like I used to be a, a, um, a, an actor and I, I trained in performing arts in, in London and top college. And it would be like the, an improv game. Yes. And so it's like Martin Lewis has said this, this is a really, this is a good option for people in this situation. However, there's also this option for people in that situation. So it's very much going, I hear what Martin Lewis says. I think that's a good option for this specific person, but there are other situations where this might be better. So what you're doing there is you build upon what Martin Lewis has said. So you're effectively saying, Martin has said this thing. And instead of going, Martin has said this thing, he's an idiot. Get him banned, FCA, what you're doing. And, and like mo 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 and go martin lewis said this thing yesterday which can is which is quite an interesting over the overarching topic that specific situation would be quite good for someone in this situation but 
there could be other people that could benefit more from this situation as well if they were in that situation. Do you see, like, you, you expand on what he said, and then what you do by doing that is you actually build upon his authority and then people look at you as somebody with the similar authority. It's a bit of a cheat code. People look at you with the similar authority that they look at Martin Lewis and they go, this advice is really good because he's agreeing with Martin Lewis. Even if you're not agreeing, you're saying that's really good because whatever he says can be good for some situation. The problem he says is he says it blanket as if it's for everyone's situation. So if you say this, is instead of going, Instead of going, this is terrible, Martin, that doesn't work for people in this, 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 go, great advice, Martin. That's really, really good for people who are on a, you know, like a standard variable rate right now and need to remortgage. But there are some people who need, who might not need to right now, and this is something they could do as well. And that just build upon it. By building upon the stuff that you, that you're going to say hijack it, but do not fall down. And this is my kind of episode takeaway for this is do not, do not, do not fall down the trap or the, or the the ego thing. It's an ego play. Again, it's an ego play and it's baiting you in. You will never win that. You will never win the game of trashing someone publicly. You just won't. And so, so don't do it. It just looks bad for your consumers, especially if you're flip-flopping every time Martin Lewis says that you're good and then you're bad and then you're good. It's really bad. It's really inconsistent. And so when you look at these articles that have come up in the financial report, it doesn't shock me. In fact, I think that number is quite high. For, it's in the 50s to, um, you know, the 50s to 90s, 35% of people. That's a lot of people. And if you're somebody, let's say you're someone who works in financial advice like pensions, that's big. But I think that number is going to be pretty high as well in the, the, in the kind of 30s, probably the 25s. Like I used to have lots of young first-time buyers walk in with Martin Lewis's book all the time. And the first thing I would do is go, oh, great. So good. You've got that foundation in place. And really in my head, as you all know, I'm thinking, oh, bloody wonderful. All that information. But at the same time, it is very much like going, oh, brilliant. It's encouraging. No one likes to be told that the person they're speaking to is an idiot. No one. You don't want to do that. And it's the worst thing. It's such a bad social selling behavioral psychology tactic. It's just terrible. So make sure next time you have that itch when Martin Lewis says something you don't want, you don't like, and you're like, oh, don't jump to social media and start slagging him off. Look at it and go, what is there? Where is there a way where I can make this a positive and a win-win outcome for him and for you? And then your clients will, you'll get clients. You will get clients. And in a sea of other advisors, and I tell you right now, it'll happen every year. It happens all the time. In a sea of other advisors who are going to go, Martin Lewis is an idiot. You're going to be the one going, well, Martin, this is really cool for this person, but we're going to build upon this. And you just build that trust. And until you are of, of a standard where you can then challenge him, so you could challenge him with, if you're someone, let's say like uh, the mortgage mom now, the way that she's building her brand up, she could maybe say, Martin said this, but I wouldn't agree with that. But that maybe, but I don't even think Sarah's there yet. But she's getting there, but like not nowhere near Martin. But she's starting to build. You've got to build a big enough authority that if you challenge them, it's gonna be it's it's actually worth it. Otherwise, you just look like you don't know what you're talking about. And it'd be like me if anyone knows Gary Vaynerchuk. It'd be like me talking about stuff Gary Vaynerchuk says and going, he doesn't know what he's talking about. And you'd think, Ash what are you on about? Like you're a niche marketing consultant. This guy's run multiple, multi hundreds of million you know, dollar businesses. It's exactly that. There's things Gary V says that I'm like, mm, not really a fan of that, but I'll bet you go, I love what he said here, but maybe not for this type of audience. It's that. 
build upon it. Don't fall down that trap. So that's today's episode, guys. See you tomorrow. You've been listening to the Mortgage Marketing Podcast with Ash Borland. If you've enjoyed the show, then be sure to leave a review and share it with a friend right now. 